Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited. Hello friends and listeners, welcome to Impacting Jamaica. My name is Shelley Ann Harris. Today we have a special one, an actress that is known and loved by many in Jamaica and abroad. Her name is Kathy. Kathy Dormar, affectionately known as Kathy Tanbede Grant, a stand-up comedian and actress who hails from the parish of St. Anne, is a past student of St. Hilda's High School for Girls and the Edna Manley College of the Visual and Performing Arts. She is known to the Jamaican audience from the ITN Fancy Cat Show, where she plays the role of a helper who locked her boss out of his house. Kathy has been bringing joy and laughter to the hearts of people locally and internationally for many years. Kathy is also a full-time teacher and justice of the peace. Kathy holds a bachelor's degree in drama and education and a master's degree in curriculum and instruction from the University of the West Indies. She's a wife, mother of two beautiful girls, and a child of the most high. Kathy, welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Oh, thank you for having me, Shelley. That really so nice a while ago. <laughs> it is nice. It is very, very nice. It's such a pleasure to have you on with us today. And my first question to you is, in listening to your bio, I'm sure our audience is wondering, you know, you're involved in so many different things and we are more familiar with you as an actress. Tell us about the projects that you're currently working on. What are you doing as it relates to the acting world right now? Well, I am not currently on stage, but mostly stand-up comedy is what I'm doing right now. Mm, okay. I actually love this stage. Um, Love theatre, but you know the pandemic has caused a lot of uh, theatre companies to be out of business at, at, at this particular time. So I spend most of my time um, doing stand-up comedy. I think I, I love stand-up comedy more. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure is it, um, if it's because I've not been on the stage for so long, but. Um, that's that's what I'm doing right now, and 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 we are working. I'm actually working on promoting a show that we're doing online, um, August the seventh with a friend of mine in New York. Okay. We are trying. Yes, we are. We are. We are putting on a comedy show online, and we are trying to reach a vast amount of audience as we can, um, around the world, to just to see where that gets us, and and that's that is what I'm working in on right now apart from doing private shows hosting hostings and you know stand-up comedy at comedy bar or other events that are now being rolled out that's what i'm particularly doing now stand-up comedy yes so would you say that the pandemic caused you to realize that you have a have a bigger passion a greater passion for comedy than theater uh, I don't think the pandemic caused it. I think it's something that I saw before. Okay. I was just fearful of being on stage by myself. Mm, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I normally tend to leave because when you're an actress, 
on stage, you have other people there to support you. So you're kind of more comfortable there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, IT and other people saw this blacker. They saw this in me and, and they're saying, come on, Kathy, I need to just step out there and try the stand-up comedy thing. They actually tricked me, you know, <laughs> to, 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 to get me on stage out of character because I actually started as a character before I, I started being myself and telling my stories um, from, from a personal perspective. So, yeah, I don't think it did. It, it, you know, it just expand my my... My, my confidence. Yes. <laughs> yes. In being, stepping out there now alone, you know, trying to, 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 to bring joy, happiness to people. Um, and that's what I enjoy doing. That's, that's amazing. And I think it's such a big le- lesson for all of us in terms of, you know, there's a comfort level that you have when you're on stage as an actress because you have people around you and, you know, you can bounce off them and the energies support each other and all of that that's going on on stage. But as a comedian, you really have to stand on your two feet yep, by yourself. Yep. <laughs> um, definitely, definitely. And, and it's more intimidating. Yes. You know, like that, because you just know, you don't know what, what is coming. But um, I think it helps me to grow to as a person mm-hmm. um, in, my, in my life, in my social life in my way of communi- communicating with people. I'm more confident talking in crowd, you know, cause I do, I do, um, I am a mentor and I do motivational speaking. Mm-hmm. And that too has helped me to be able to do these things because, you know, um, being up there on the stage all by yourself, you have to find that confidence in within you. You know, you have to say, God, you have to help me now. I'm behind mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so when you saw things in you that you've never seen before, you, you know, oh my God, I was able to do this. And so it expands me, you know, as a person to go out there and do other things, things that probably I wanted to do and did not and was afraid to because, you know, I, I, I don't think or I didn't think I was capable of doing Mm, so a bit of self-discovery has happened in the last period of time yes definitely Shelley definitely I have had the pleasure of hearing you speak Um, I I would say that was stand-up comedy at a recent event a private event and uh, your content is so natural and and um, insightful and it's really about our lives and and so on bring our listeners into what you talk about in your comedy routines now? <laughs> um, I use my own life story. I just bring it to life on stage and flip it into, into making it, you know, funny. Because a, a lot of people are able to relate to things that you go through because it's like something that they go through too. Mm-hmm. And it's like a therapy. I don't know if they understand, but that, that's what I focus on. Um, it's like using it as a therapy for people because even though it is funny what I'm talking about at the time, it's actually serious situations at, 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 at that given present time when it happens. But we have to learn to 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 laugh, you know, mm-hmm. laugh after the laugh after things, you know. We have to learn to relax, you know, use the things that are around us that wants to stress us out as a means of of de-stressing, you know. You know, turn it around for your good if you understand what I'm saying. So, I do. 
a lot of people can um, actually resonate with what I'm saying because I'm like, all right, I choose just your talk, you know. Mm -hmm. This is like so true. So I use, I talk about my family, I talk about my grandmother, my mother, I talk about my marriage, I talk about my children, I talk about growing up, I talk about if I travel, I talk about my students, you know, mm -hmm. my workplace, and I'm, I'm a bit of everything. Like if I'm talking to you now, Shelly, and I'm just talking, and I'm just giving you a scenario of something that happened, and I think that, you, and I say, okay, Shelly, find this funny, I just jot it down, okay, I'm going to use it in my set, mm. you know, <laughs> and if I have a conversation with friends, and they're talking, and I hear them saying something funny, I'm like, I'm going to use that, but I flip it, mm -hmm. you know, to add some extra meat to it, so, yeah, so I basically use real life situation, things that people can relate to. And, and, and that's the same thing in the classroom too. When we're teaching, we have to use real life situation, things that the children can relate to in order to, 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 to um, boost their learning or boost their understanding of what you are, you are teaching them. Given, you know, the students and your reference to the classroom, pull us in now uh, to tell us more about you as a teacher. Uh, tell us about that side of your life. Oh, <laughs> um, Shelly, a lot of people think that I am, um, I am, um, like people say, so the pit in him to laugh every day in the class or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, no. That's not actually how it, how it works. I am very, I'm a very stern and firm teacher. Mm -hmm. I do have fun with my children, but I, there's, a, there's a drawing board, you know, how far we can go as long as we focus on what the target is and the target is learning and the target is learning in, um, through fun. And the, the target is, is aiming to improve what is it that you, you know and build on that for learning. And I, I enjoy, I enjoy teaching, especially, I actually know I'm a grade four teacher, but I prefer to teach drama, which I am trained for because mm. I enjoy unearthing and nurturing those hidden talents that those children have. Actually, it's a joy to see some shy children at the end of probably a term or the end of the school year of self-confidence. They're able to speak in front of an audience. You know, they find out, okay, I am good at this. I am because one of my pet peeves with the education system here in Jamaica and a lot of the schools is that they focus so much on academics. I'm not saying that should not be, but I think there should be a balance. Mm. I, there should be a balance, especially for the children in the inner city school where I teach. Not a lot of those children are academically inclined. So what is the springboard for them? And that's where I come in as a drama teacher, as a theater arts teacher, as a dance teacher, because I do teach dance also. Awesome. Yeah. So you are dance. in the creative world, even in your education pursuits. Mm -hmm. Yes, in the classroom, I am. yes. yes I am. And now a word from our sponsors. A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpower Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center. 
We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. Manpoint Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today, 876-920-47215. John John, Manoya Inde, Moana when lights are come back. And a pinky this time, Akeisha. Keisha, just like me tell pinky. Give GPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things there. So you can't stop, knock. My door. What do you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit jpsgo.com for more info. Welcome back to our podcast. So tell me something. I mean, we had this, you know, the pandemic has been going on. Children had been at home for some time. They're back out now. Well, most of them. And there is a surge in conflict between the kids at school, on the, walking on the, on, to the bus stop. You know, there, there, there just seems to be more anger and conflict throughout society, but, but also with our students. From where you sit, what is the fix if there is one? <laughs> wow that that's a very intense question it is um, but uh, you, you uh, talked about before you answer you talked about just seeing how you know a child's self-confidence evolves after a term of drama with you or a year or whatever time period so it feels like from that just listening to you that there are solutions that are not necessarily in the academic vein you know right. or in the strict mm-hmm. vein Right, right. Um, So uh, my take on that is, uh, you know, definitely, you know, these children need prayer, definitely. Mm. But (laughs) um, from another perspective, um, Shelley, I would say that, you know, that the, the performing arts, the visual and performing arts is an avenue and the skill areas in school are avenues that a lot of schools can take to help these children um, put, put the energy into something else. A lot of students are frustrated because of home problems. A lot of them are frustrated because they are, I take for example, we had a student um, in the class. So I was sitting with the guidance counselor and the teacher sent down the student to the guidance, to the guidance counselor and the child was not doing any work. And when the child, the, the guidance counselor was talking to the child and then I saw like the child, like his demean and old thing drop when the teacher asked him why not. Because the teacher said, so this, the teacher said he does the mass work but he didn't do the other work. Mm. So I looked at him and I said, come here baby. And he came to me. I said, you did the math work? He said, yes, miss. I said, you did the language work? He said, no, miss. I said, can you read the work that teacher gave you? He said, no, miss. Mm. And then I asked him some other questions. And we realized that he can't read it. Wow. He can't read it. He can't read it. So he misbehave because he can't read it. And he can't read it. And he don't want the rest of the class to know. So he can't read it. And he can't do it. So wow. he's like, yeah, so he's hiding all of that, but he do the maths because he's good at math 
And the math that the teacher was doing at the time, he never need to read nothing. You understand? Mm -hmm. And that is why I have a problem with the PEP system that is in place now. Before it was reintroduced, before it was introduced, sorry, into the education system, they said that no child will be left behind. Mm -hmm. And that is not true. If they come down into the inner city, if children, if the media should step out into the inner city, Shelley, you would know and see what is going on. But because they use the cream of the crop, children to do the testing, they don't use the inner city children, they can't read, and PEP is about reading, and there's no way you can pass PEP if you can't read. Mm -hmm. So it's a reading now, so the, children, the teachers have to be focusing on reading, and guess what, when they get them to start reading, they're still not reading at the level yet right. to do the PEP. So you get them to read and then, you know, they, they have to do PEP, but they're not at the level because the PEP things, are whatever. I have to read it all five times, Shelly. Mm -hmm. That's true. I fear I'm the teacher. I mean, I fear read it five times. As a parent of a PEP student, I, I <laughs> let me just tell you, I have to get reinforcements. <laughs> Definitely have to read it five times before I can understand it. And so think about a child who can hardly read or is just learning how to read. Mm -hmm. And remember, Shelly, the pandemic cut out almost three years of the learning, you know. Yeah. So I have children coming to me from grade one, they must see school again. Wow. So they mean grade four, no half in the pep. You have children, them grade two, them not see grade from grade two, them not see school again. So you have to try to catch up all of that, you know, and, and our children are just left behind, the marginalized. Yeah, yeah. Are left behind. And, and the people that are up in society and the, 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 the ministers, they're not seeing that their child goes to prep school. They have device, them on class every day. They can't be a private tutor. Hmm. And 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 I and I I'm a, a pet that. I'm, I'm a hurt. Yeah, I can I hear get it. Passionate when I talk about them things there because I am hurt. Because the media now not going deeper into an research. When you hear them get up and oh, this is it's not that the marginalized are being left behind them and nobody pit me. And then now the children have to do pet next month. And Shelly and they did not inquire of the teachers. What do you think? What do you think we should do? We are in the system. We have the children. Find out from us, no? That's huge, Kathy. And that's a big one that I think it requires everybody to really be honest about where we are. Not just for those who, you know, we can see, but those who we can't see or don't see mm -hmm. that are also part of the system. So I, I appreciate your um you know just being open and honest about what's really happening um as you speak of that it makes me want to to ask you as jamaica is celebrating 60 years of independence coming up in august what is your dream or your great hope for jamaica within the context of what you just shared oh shelly oh shelly Ah, you see, being around, oh God, I pray and cry for those children so much because it's like nobody, you know, they, they, they're not paying attention. 
And Shelly, you know, the funniest thing, you know, a lot of them are very smart. I know. If they are not Even those who smart, can't read, you know, yes. <laughs> okay. Except smart can run rings around you with even just thinking through some things. And if you give them something, they can fix it, skill. Mm -hmm. Or they have a talent. And those are the things we have to, we need to, to build on. The education system in Jamaica, I wish for it to go. You know, one of my passion is, Shelly, is to have a performing arts high school. Yes. Yes. I just don't know which avenue to take it from or where to start because I'm not the, you know, I'm not business, I'm not, the, you know, business-like mm -hmm. in that area. So I would not know which route to go to, but that is one of my hope that Jamaica will someday have a visual and performing art high school mm -hmm. that will feed the Edna Manley College. So instead of the core subjects being the most dominant, the performing arts are the dominant ones, but they still do the core subjects. Yeah. Because you know them have to learn to read and write and you know be able to do maths and critical thinking and all of that. Boy, Cassie, you're speaking my language because one of my daughters, I have four daughters and they're very different. One is academically inclined to the T, one is arts and performing stuff to the T. And if I could find a high school that focused on the performing arts out in a heartbeat at center, but there's no option in Jamaica. There's and you know, foreign is, you know. Hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, you just try to find a high school that has a good enough, well, well, some sort of offering, but you know, it's not really structured in the way that a performing high school, performing arts high school would be structured. But that's that's a profound dream to have. And one that I'm, here, I'm hoping that can be achieved in our lifetime. <laughs> I'm hoping so to one that will have the culture, that culture. And yeah. we are called the culture capital. Yeah. Of you the know, world. Yes. Of the world. So, you know, that will boost our culture so much, you know, and yeah. add back to our economy. You know, yeah. use what we have. We have talents. We have skills. Yeah, we're using the sports. And we're not even using the sports as good as we are supposed to be using it and the music. You know, so, yeah. you know, body focusing on the lawyer and the doctor and you know those things and forgetting the, the, the talents and the skills that God implanted in us as people for us to use not everybody's going to be academically inclined and are we catering for everybody are we catering for the majority are we catering for the minority are we catering for everybody is no farmers have a say Mm -hmm. When things are go bad, now them realizing all farmers are important. Powerful advocacy there, Kathy, for the arts and for creativity and for talent. You know, um, I, I, as I said, I hope that this vision, this dream that you just shared, would manifest in our lifetime. We're near the end of the time that we have. And so I want to close our podcast by asking you to, to share three cool things about Jamaica as we are on the Impacting Jamaica podcast. So <laughs> I'd like for you to share your favorite spot in Jamaica and why your favorite person in Jamaica 
and why and uh, well jamaican person or in jamaica and your favorite food and why my favorite spot <laughs> oh my god people are gonna love Shelly, to be honest i really do have a favorite spot but i like going back to the country i like going back to saint anne mm, okay that that's where I'm from. I like going back to St. Anne. But St. Anne Big Door Cafe, we're in St. Anne, I, like, <laughs> I like going back to Liberty Hill. Mm, okay. I like that. I kind of live in a little community with a lot of bush mm -hmm. and hills. You know, I like going back to the, to the hills, the countryside. Discovery Bay, to be exact. It's close to the, you have the sea. When you're going down, you can see the beautiful sea. Nice. And when you go up into the hills to where I live, and you like sit on that tree, you hear the birds chirping, you feel the wind on your face. It's just peace and tranquility. Mm. It's just peace and tranquility. And if I'm honest, that was then, but now that I have my kids, my favorite spot to go to is the Jewels Runner Bay Hotel and La I get it. As a parent, I get it. I understand it. All right. So your favorite person? My favorite person, no. Um, so my mom, though, Shelly, is my favorite person. And she has become my favorite person since I became a mother because when I see the things that I have to go through as a mother, and I said, oh my God, these are the things that my mommy went through. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I love her even more. I tell her, I said, mommy, my, my love for you has increased a thousand folds. You tell her, right? Like you, you yeah, actually tell her. Yeah, nice. I actually yes. tell her. And I yes. like, tears flowing from my face and she's yes. just looking at me and I was like I always love you but after having these children you sit it in like, yes yeah and she's my and my mom I can talk to her about anything she's up she, she prays with me we read the bible together mm, you know beautiful. she encourages me you know when I'm sad or alone even as big as maybe Shelly <laughs> I'm go with my mother they may fly down and cock up yes <laughs> Line them and cock up face and pick and all kind of things, mm -mm. you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> as big and rusty as I be, my mom, you know, is always a mom. Awesome, she's my favorite person. And the, you said my favorite what again? Food, your favorite food, oh, Lord. and why? Shelly, give me some rusty and selfish every day, Boy. all day. All right. <laughs> every day all day i grew up in the country and we, we i grew up on a lot of those food and i love it rosy man selfish if i'm upset with my husband and he want to friend me up cast mm. some man selfish man and i am good love it love it love it excellent excellent but before i end can you actually make the roast yam and selfish <laughs> or you'll forget get it <laughs> No, I can't make it. I can't. <laughs> so I actually have to ask my husband to make it or go and buy it or, you know, ask somebody at my workplace. You know, you can and just make me, you can just roast some with me. And I was like, okay, yes, Mrs. Dobar, not a problem. Well, good. Jose can make it and get it. So you sort out. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Kathy, it's been such a pleasure to have you on Impacting Jamaica. Um, it is 
great to hear your passion for the children and your love for comedy, which, you know, I know the goal I'm listening to you and the great goal is to really bless people and to make them happy um, and make them feel joy. And that's such a blessing to us as a country and as a people. So thank you so much for joining us for Impacting Jamaica. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.